Today is April 30th, and um, let's 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 start talking about the Yanks and the state of the Yanks. And it's it's our 900th episode, and it's going to be a blast. Cue the music. All right, what's going on? This episode's brought to you by Seat Geek. If you want to go see a game, mm. Yankees game, or maybe any other game to just take something else in right now, there's 70,000 events every single day, every single day on SeatGeek, including sports, concerts, festivals, and more. Over 28 million downloads on their app. It's ranked number one of all ticketing apps. And if you use code YANKS for $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek, that's $20 off your first purchase with promo code YANKS. Uh, you get $20 off when you use that. And uh, maybe you're not buying YANKS tickets right now. Maybe you will at the end of the year. Maybe we're going to address all of that. My name's Jimmy. We got Jake here and producer BBD. Jake, how goes it? James Davis, everyone live with us. Yeah, make sure you use that SeatGeek. There's a ton of other good sports going on. There's a lot of there's a lot of hot hot seats out there. Um, so make sure you get them with SeatGeek. The Yanks aren't one of them, um, man. I mean, one of the um, one of the more lackluster weekends slash continuations of a Yankee team. Obviously, there's that August team, but it's also, you know, that that team had put in so much work early on in the season that it was obviously a different feel it was you know that this team is different now this team's in trouble I hate this for this team but we're still like in first place in August we're just giving up a scary amount of a lead uh in first place and like wait are we gonna get caught and then we basically won one series and we were home um this is tough to watch man uh because there's one thing you can you can lose a lot of games in baseball everything every team does um, the Yankees are supposed to lose these games because they're the lesser team. Um, like it's I I've made I made some money on DraftKings the past couple days because I've placed bets on the Texas Rangers. Like it's um the better team has been winning and the better team is not the Yankees. Yeah, I think we've seen, and I think we're we're skipping Burns and recapping the games on this episode. Currently, Game Four is still going on. As we record, they just scored, pushed across their 15th run. Uh, we'll do awards uh, at the back end of the show, but it's not going to be a game-by-game -game recap. So I'm going to skip straight to game two, which I think is the worst Yankees lineup we've seen maybe ever besides September. Maybe there's like a September call-up game on a really good team where they just like got funky with it. Season is uh, over. I think statistically, and it might not feel like the worst ever to some people because um, a lot of the rookies, we still have high hopes for them. Like my, my, my. Well, Volpe didn't start that game either, Jimbo. Yeah, but you still have Peraza and Oswaldo Cabrera and people like those guys. But like, you know, uh, statistically, if you do any offensive numbers, especially the advanced ones, you know, OPS plus weighted runs created plus. I think the game two lineup is the worst lineup ever. 
in people that are our age, you know, I know the nineties and eighties fans, they saw some bad stuff, but uh, yeah, that's, and it felt that way when you read it, you're like, what Willie Calhoun's batting fourth, then the two, uh, you know, Oswald and Oswaldo and then Franchi Hicks, Higgy and Schmidt starting. I mean, it felt like the first time I was like, and DeGrom's pitching. I, I'd rather watch an infomercial, I think. I mean, that's kind of complimentary to me because I've, you know, I grew up on infomercials. That's kind of where I get yeah. most of my stuff. You're, my, you're, the, you're the first person in my life that I you know, shared TV watching with, you know, like we lived together yeah. and watched TV that you got super jazzed up for the commercials. And I got to say, Jake, it was very refreshing. Yeah. Like everyone should spend time with you watching TV because there's so many people there that, their brain just goes to an angry place. Oh, fucking ads. I got another roommate who did that. And and watching TV with you is more enjoyable. I think you love commercials. I think we've taken into our product, you know, with our partners and it's, it's become a kind of cornerstone of our company. So, uh, back to our Yanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's not too much to argue around it. Uh, those, you know, uh, DJ Rizzo, Glaber, you know, the, those guys are good. And I'm, I'm sure there are days when, you know, there were guys probably not of that caliber, but at least for that, you know, those final six, you know, you you could argue it with anyone um, or any team or any lineup that they've put out because, yeah, it's uh, we're at the one-month part. The season started March 30th this year. Uh, it's April 30th. And, uh, you know, a month of baseball – can can be tough to dissect sometimes. We saw Glaber Torres have one of the worst months a hitter can have, and that was surrounded by 800 OPS months and like a, a really nice season. Um, we've got guys that aren't supposed to be in the spot they're in. I, I've been laughing because everyone's been tweeting at us because you know we we interview Boone and we're gonna interview him tomorrow, and you know they they're saying you know oh. You know, ask Boone what the problem is. Like, Boone's going to tell you the problem is no Judge, no Stanton, no Bader. Um, and that's before getting to Rodon and Seve in the rotation. Although the pitching more or less has been fine until today. Um, but the vibes are so bad. The vibes are so bad that a first inning Grand Slam meant the game was over. Jim, and yeah. the, the identity of a good team is when that happens the dogs get hungry. You start drooling. The Baltimore Orioles this year, if they go down four, they get excited. They're coming for your ass. These and Yankees, last year's Yankees. They were last already on the plane. First, last year's first half Yankees, they loved it. They came back. They had the most comebacks. But, they, I mean, but, man, I don't really want to knock any players that are playing in this series because – Maybe if I look at the stats, there's some that I can find. I know that whatever. There's so many guys that are playing in role they shouldn't be in. Calhoun should not be hitting fourth nor fifth for the Yankees. It's not his fault that he's performing to his baseball card. Uh, you know, it's um Schmidt shouldn't be starting. And I think if he if they weren't at the ninth starter, he wouldn't be. But there's literally no one else. 
to call up. So Clark is still starting. I don't think he should be starting anymore. And I don't think they're so tapped because they have no depth and you're starting three rookies. And now there's all of a sudden a lot of weight on their shoulders. Even if there wasn't weight, I don't think you should start three. And uh, I don't think you, not they should, but <clears throat> in a contending year, I, I've said that during the offseason. So I don't know. It's just terrible, terrible roster construction, inability to part ways with guys that aren't going to do much for you. And plugging away. Now they tried to make one change this series. They brought up Jake Bowers, and unfortunately, he makes a great catch and gets hurt right away, which brings Hicks into the game. As a lefty, which they haven't really been using him, and he like looked better and hit the ball hard. Um, but that's that's like a, a gut punch. Like, oh shit! Even the thing we try that maybe what wasn't going to be like no one had highest of hopes right. that Bowers was going to be our savior, but it we don't even we didn't even get a chance to see, and now we're back to the depth <laughs> that we don't like. Yeah, let's um. I say I think we focus on the offense for now, um, and you know when we do these state of the unions, we bounce around and the people like them, and we're you know we're kind of getting our thoughts as, off our chest as we go. But yeah, with the offense, um, I'll, I'll try to check some of my boxes quick. Um, you know, I I went to the there's a Yogi Berra movie coming out. Uh, it's in theaters in a, in a week or two or something, um, and you know there were some Steinbrenner highlights in there. Um, George Steinbrenner highlights in there. And uh, Yogi Berra got fired after 16 games as a manager, arguably the most beloved Yankee of all time. Um, <laughs> Aaron Hicks still being on this team. I, again, I know there's sliding scales, and George wasn't always great. Um, Hicksy taking a roster spot. If we're going to treat him like this is rude, and you kind of know the results. And like you're saying, the baseball card at this point has told a story that Jake Bowers, a guy that who knows, and I mean, maybe he goes down as a battle cry this episode, makes a great sliding catch in the first inning into the wall. He was performing at AAA. I think he's 27, 28. He's gotten some major league run before. He's the, he's the story that you hope to have one or two guys every year that it's like, oh, yeah, he something clicked and we got a really good 90 games out of him that year. Who knows if he would have been that. The sad part following that is they sent Franchi Cordero down be strictly due to performance. Judge's hip could be really hurt. Um, again, like I mentioned with Hicks, IKF has turned into our starting center fielder. Um, not the problem, but in a way. Um, Wait, but, they but call up the... Franchi Cordero back up after telling him, you were so not good on this really bad team that you got to go. And now you're back. That's a problem. Two, two, two flights in a row. That's or horrific. Landed, landed back. And maybe they brought Bowers up because they thought Judge was going to go on the IL and just put him on the IL, guys. But when they were like, oh, Judge doesn't need to go on the IL yet. What should we do? Well, just who's, you know, Bowers here. Let's, let's not make a guy take two flights within 48 hours. And then they say, okay, Franchi, you go. Now, Franchi's the one taking two flights in 48 hours because Bauer gets hurt. Did you see Jake Bauer's post-game interview? He went, uh, he went Belichick on the reporters, which I thought was odd. I mean, probably his first post-game. I mean, when was the last time Bauer's was his last like post-game interview, you know? 
I don't know, whoever covers AAA every now and then. But uh, 20, 21 Seattle, he got 72 games of run, so maybe after one or two of those games. But I don't know. <laughs> interviews aren't for everyone. And he just got hurt. Like that's No, so did cute. you hear it? No. Oh, he, he they kept asking him, and he just was get, he just – was doing like the, uh, you know, we're on to Atlanta or whatever, but he was just saying swollen. So how does it feel? Swollen. Does it hurt? Uh, you know, does it hurt right now? And that was the, does it hurt right now? Swollen. Like, do you think they're trying to get anything out of him? And he just went, it was very odd. It, it actually was like, did the Yankees get in your brain, dude? Like, why are you being so weird about it? And how your knee hurts. People are kind of concerned. And he was like, okay, so what are you hiding or not hiding? And I, and it, that's how the Yankees' IL has always felt. It was kind of weird to have an interview come up. And it was just like, what, dude? I, just, I wouldn't want to tell them tell people I'm hurt after I've been toiling in the minors for a little bit. Yeah, he just put it swollen. It was weird. Anyway, Judge is hurt. And he probably goes on the IL tomorrow, Monday, because that's when they have to make a decision. And at this point, they're going to say, well, he's already backdated three days. So it could just be a seven more days instead of the full 10 if we IL him. And we figured we just let him get as much rest as possible because if he's not here, we're doomed, basically. But uh, not good. Not good. Um, and so, yeah, I think, you know, I've, I've been on the lineup since last postseason, since the postseason before, that I, I think they were... I think they were a body short. Well, let me say this. I think they were a body short of competing with the elite American League teams. You know, you again, flashback to last season. You knew you had to beat the Houston Astros. They swept you. Um, you, had, you didn't have hitting, and there were injuries. But, you know, this Yankees team went out, and they were open about that they tried to get Benintendi. I, I think this Yankees team... Um, and Jimmy, you know, I, I called out the socks on this for talking baseball and a little bit of the Bogarts thing. Uh, I think they misread the outfield market. Um, and I, I think they ended up behind on that, that I, I think they thought an Ian Happ or a Brian Reynolds, uh, or a Benintendi at the minimum was going to be a Yankee and they are not. So with this lineup that worried me, I think they were a bat short of competing with the elite teams, of, of going toe-to-toe with the Houston or whoever steps up this year, Toronto, um, whatever. And then when you, the problem is Stanton, you know, is going to go on the IL. Like, it's just mm-hmm. a, it's a fact of life at this point, which is tough because we love the human and the ball player, um, but that puts your lineup, your roster in a tough spot because you basically have a DH only that is also going to be hurt for part of the year. So you've got that, and so he goes out. So you're a man short, then you lose him, and then you lose Judgey, who, again, going back to last year, he broke the home run record, the American League home run record. Sorry to all my, my NL steroids allies out there. Um, that man, Judge, <laughs> Judge wasn't going to do what he did last year. Judge could have a top three MVP season, and he wasn't going to do what he did last year. He beat Shohei on the MVP, and Shohei plays both ways, folks. But it was because he did such a special thing that Judge was going to come back down to earth a little bit, any bit. So that's coming off of the offense. Stanton's out. You're a hitter short. And here we are. That uh, our offense, 
it feels like we get two shots a game. Two shots a game to basically hopefully score four runs. Um, and if the pitching is perfect and we go through on those two opportunities, that's our best chance to win a ball game. That's what happened in game one this series. They won four to two. Um, but otherwise, you're not giving yourself chances to win. Um, and then when anything goes wrong, which baseball, we celebrate the perfect game so much because it's this, it's this outlier. It's, it's unreal. The pitcher was perfect. As you say, it's a team thing. The team behind you has to be perfect. Baseball is not a perfect sport. That you need the most opportunities to succeed and put yourself in the less amount of opportunities to fail. And if you do that, you can be like a 100-win team, which means you still win. You still lose about 40% of your games. It's a sick sport, and your current roster and team isn't putting you anywhere close. You're more so chasing... (laughs) You're feeling closer to the 100-loss teams than the 100-wins teams right now. Yeah, right now. And Judge needs to not be hurt, man. It's it's make or break because they went and got, they paid Judge, right? And then they got Rizzo, and we said, okay, well that's the same, that's the same offense as before. Um, and then if Judge is hurt, well now he was the offense last year. I know they led the league in runs, but how many were Judge? Did he hit in or score himself? Couple. I wonder what the percentage of that is from last year. Like, if you take Judge off, and if, okay, so Judge is hurt, like, damn, man. It's, uh, I I don't know what they can do. That's where I'm starting to get, I know it's just April. I think the Rays have won the division already. Like, they did what the Yankees did last year and built up. You build up a 10-game lead in, in April. You can have the worst month ever, like the Yankees did last year in August, and you're still going to win the division. Like I, I know it's not a lock in baseball. Anything happen? We've seen like teams can crumble, but you got to act like the Rays have the division right now. I know it's a month in, but they have what is it? Nine game lead. The Rays at this point have to be reeled in by the other teams and the rest of the AL East, which they can. Like, but it, less games, it, less it's, games. It's this not year in against- the Yankees' hands. Is is kind of what you're saying, and I I don't disagree with you. Like like not that, in the Yankees' hands. That's for the best way to put it. Like, like you can you can win and win and win, but you it's such a hole. Like the division itself is really good, and the Rays have played a very easy schedule, but they're dominating, and it's impressive that yeah, um, you know, even the 2017 Yankees, Jim, because the the other example here is that the Yankees are going to finish the month 500, um, and how many wins? I think I think they might short you, Jim. Yeah, I think I blew it. Um, I think they're at fifteen. Fifteen. So they'll after today they're gonna um, be fifteen and fourteen. Um, yeah. Oh. So hey, you know what? That is like phenomenal news for how bad it feels and how bad it's been the last two weeks. They had a winning month. Yeah, but that doesn't. You can say that if you think within the guys there's a winning streak coming. I don't feel that way right now, but I also have to because these these players, these seven, eight guys have to 
be part of the Yankees winning formula. Jim, I've got we got a lot more. Uh, and if if you're trying to feel good about yourself, how about some men's skincare? And how about mm. Caldera Lab? New to the John Boy Media family and talking Yanks. Our guy Jolly yeah. Olive was super stoked about this. Apparently, he's a Caldera Lab guy. Nice skin, handsome. Uh, so if you're looking for visibly improved skin, which nine out of ten men uh, want that. They found that out in trial. Smart. Uh, <laughs> they've got their clean slate balancing cleanser. They got what their- asshole said no right? to like that? No, I don't give a fuck. No. <laughs> I but- want it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man. Base layer, nutrient-dense fortifying moisturizer that hydrates your skin and the good. Um, night before bed, clinically proven multifunctional serum. Uh, my mother... Jim has yelled at me for years. Take better care of your skin. Take better care of your skin. I took pictures. I had another wedding this weekend. Congrats, Ted and Lauren. Um, took some pictures. Our buddy Ken took the pictures, so you knew it was going to come out bad. But um, I, I don't have any eyeballs, and I'm just, uh, what's it called? The Spider's Creeks? The, the Widow's Spider Sport? Webs? Yeah, whatever the, when you smile a Crow's lot. Feet. At, Crow's feet. Yeah. Crow's yeah. feet. Um, and my mom was on that early, so I should have been using Caldera Lab, and oh. now you can use it. 20% off code YANKS at calderalab.com. That's 20% off calderalab.com code YANKS. Check out the link in the description. Um, and yeah, Jim- Speaking of skin, I have a rash all over my body right now. I had to go to the dermatologist, and they took two chunks of my skin, sending it to the lab. Okay. Sucks. Now I got stitches in two different parts of my body. They're uncomfortable. I saw that a little bit, and then you touched me the other day, and it was kind—it of, was nice, but it was like, all no, it's right. not contagious. But That's when good. when you saw it, it was just on my hands. It's uh, it's everywhere now. Oh, um, it's very gross feeling. Continuing to circle, um, I checked in on the 2017 Yankees today. Could again, that's our talking Yanks life cycle. Two um, winning months because of the 500 with two big winning months, and so again, like there's a lot of teams, as you know, we. Talking baseball episode tomorrow. Um, there's a lot of teams that are are feeling worse than our Yanks. Um, you know, obviously, if you know what's going on with the White Sox, I won't even touch that. But like the Seattle Mariners are twelve and sixteen. Um, the Houston Astros are fourteen and thirteen. Um, so as we do and we dig into a lot of bad stuff, that is bad. And I I don't want people to play. Oh, you guys are getting soft on the Yankees. It's like what you're saying. It's looking for the light, and it's not immediate. Like, the most immediate light is Bader, and we've got a Sevy. Is Sevy is going to start his rehab, which is exciting. But to get into real Yankees optimism, hope, I think you start looking towards June. Because, I, I, you know, I know Rodon through. I knew Sevy through. Bader should be back. Um, hopefully, Judge has whatever his stint goes on to be, and then he's judge again. But basically, our biggest hope again is then almost a 500 May, which means we're going to be 500. And what if the Rays do keep going? That, then you're talking about a four-month fight for a couple wildcard spots with another group of really good teams that's going to be super tight butthole. Well, okay. If we're, I mean, if we're just spewing like, Spew. downside and concerns 
because there's you know I, there's two parts of my brain, so I can I can find positives. Oh, it's a little harder now, but the negatives that like are in my head. I I've tweeted this, or I I think maybe I've said it on the podcast. I've said it to you guys personally. There's a ton. I don't know how this team gets better. They don't have the prospect capital anymore because they've graduated the the three or the two that were what they could have got Castillo for. I don't think, you know, that's happening. Not that like they've tanked their value, but their service time has started and they get to see them versus professional people. So like the kind of glimmer of hope is uh, from the scouting world, prospects are such unknowns. And now there's a little bit that's known. So it changes their value. Um, and the clock has started and all that shit. They don't have, like, they have the Martian. Like, he might get traded now, but that's the one big thing. It's like they don't have a lot to go fetch a ton at the deadline. There's not that much out at the deadline. And they need a starter and offensive help. And then you can't turn to, like, well, let's call this dude up, and hopefully the prospect will help you because they're all up. So what are we hoping for? That Stan's going to be out for a while. So we're hoping for Bader to come back and hit above his his career numbers, which I actually like. I like that when he wasn't, we weren't leaning or, on him to do that. I kind of like that. Even at his career numbers, you have a an MLB hitter, you know? Yeah. We're hoping for Donaldson to come back and, and be a player, yeah, I guess, that. for the first time. I'm hoping for Donaldson to be in the lineup, I guess. I don't know. And then... That's it, man. And then and then everyone everything everything clicks and the lineup goes. But last year, when they were so good and there was two weaknesses, they had two levers they could pull to instantly up those positions. And this year it feels like they have five weaknesses and zero levers. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess for me, it, the health thing comes into play because uh, on my end, and, and we've done this a lot, so this isn't you or me stuff, but, like, they have what they want pitching-wise. Uh, it's just a matter of health. Like, if the end of the season rolls around and the Yankees are in the playoff with Garrett Cole, Carlos Rodon, Sevy, and Nestor, like, that would easily be the best the Yankees have been starting pitching-wise ever. Um, sure, it's if, not happening. If they have three of those guys, it would be the best they've been set up starting pitching-wise ever. So starting pitching, and like I know you've talked about acquiring that, and again, they should. <laughs> maybe they'll need a rental. Maybe they need a rental now. They needed a rental at spring training. That just never seemed to happen. But you're not talking big prospect capital there. Or, uh, again, uh, Domingo Herman turning into your six, or, or like you said, and what should be some of the theme of this episode is guys being – and what their role is supposed to be. Like, the pitching, if that ever becomes the, the full-blown issue, uh, there's nothing to do this year because they're, they're in bed with that. Offensively, I, I mean, for a guy like Peraza, who is now going to play for the next month or so, and by the way, if he has a hot next week, he becomes a very valuable commodity again. Like, I, I realize he had a slow out of the gate, but... You know, he still has played so little that if he does perform, he is a top 40 prospect that 
hit last year and would be hitting again. Now he has to do that, and we need anyone to perform on our offense. But he is a guy that potentially would have a lot of value. Um, well, no, but the the way the value works is that the Yankees didn't want to trade these guys. So to get him from the Yanks, you were going to need to give up something big because you knew. Now the Yankees have to move one of these guys. Values cut, you know, a good chunk of values cut just from the need, the market. Once uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I mean, it, it, every every trade comes down to wanting the right guy. So if Oswald Peraza is showing that he's playing good defensive shortstop, which he has, and if he hits a little bit like he has this year, if you're a team that's trading away your guy at the deadline and you can get him and you want him, you do it. And we saw that a little bit in the Luis Castillo trade last year that they wanted that red shortstop, so that's who they ended up getting. So. You need guys with value, and right now, a ton of them don't have value. But it's health, and then with the rest of the lineup, it's either a big trade and a Peraza or Dominguez or someone has the value to move the needle like that, or you're looking at rental season, which those are guys that don't cost an arm and a leg that you know some of the Yankees' second-tier prospects could get you. But yeah, you need to A, stay in the race, you need to get healthy, and then you need to be positioned right and hope that a couple of the right teams are out of it because going back to the Luis Castillo situation last year, um, you know, the Yankees did, they didn't have the prospect capital then. They weren't going to trade Volpe to go get Castillo. So they, the Mariners got the number one starting pitcher. The Yankees were going to get the number two, which turned into Mont- Montas. Um, that, yeah, man, uh, I guess for May, it's really scary. And I, I hope we get some stand-up performances and, you know, hey, maybe Jake Bauer's knee was just swollen and he goes nuts or Peraza does find it or Cabrera goes from cold to hot because you're going to need that if you want to survive. But, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think that's the saddest part that Yankee fans are feeling is that, you know, June starts to line up with Stanton's timeline and – that's probably going to turn into Seve and hopefully Rodon's timeline that hopefully we're then talking about like, hey, the, the train's going to leave the station, but it also might be too late for the train. Yeah, I mean, if we got to wait for June for those guys, they, they need to make a trade now. They need to go find like, I don't know, every quadruple A pitcher around i can't you can't go another honestly you can't go another time through the rotation with these five guys if you're if you want to be a serious contender they're very limited i understand it but june you can't go a month with these five guys you can't you have to at least like king's the opener for brito or clark you have like try something new i think we're going to see stuff like that being attempted but I mean, pitching's very much a problem. And then you have to trust that Rodon and Savvy are going to come back. That still leaves you with a five. That's not great. I mean, the numbers on it might not be crazy right now, but take away Cole, much like take away Judge from the offense last year. And they're, I don't know the number. They have to be a bottom staff. It's not good. They're not giving innings. They're not guaranteeing wins. They're making every game a fight. Like, I don't know the actual team numbers, Again, I think Coldplay floats them up. The offense is the biggest problem ever right now, but it's 
that doesn't mean the the pitching isn't a, a, a problem as well. I mean, we can't have Brito, Clark, and Schmidt all going. Yeah, I mean, I Clark Clark should be out of the rotation. I mean, it's 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 not really a discussion. It, I I was trying to think of the quadruple A type pitcher, or whoever it would be that you could you could plug in, uh, because uh, at the same time, I think they're. They're being asked a really rude thing right now. Like Johnny Burrito, I'm I'm putting a little asterisk because the non-twin stuff is crazy. Like it, if you take out the Twins games, Johnny Burrito's been pretty good. Uh, he's been actually really good. But you know, two of his six starts are against the Twins, so I'm I'm back pocketing that. Domingo's Domingo. You know, there's there's highs and lows to it. That um, you know, Nestor today he makes one bad pitch. Young, it's the first inning. You're getting settled in. I think if the the ceilings close, that's an out. But it was open today, so it's a home run. That the game was over after that pitch. That I what you're saying is right. And if you want to go on win streaks and get hot, you know you need a rotation that's passing the baton to do that. Um, I think what they're being asked to do right now is near impossible. Uh, the Yankees. Okay, I tweeted out before the game, and I, I guess we can add another one. 11 of their last 14 games, they've scored three or less runs. So to put that pressure on the pitching staff, I think, is, is unfair. I, I understand what you're saying, and I, like Clark should not I mean, be in the rotation. I mean, it's just that it's right not now. one or the other. The pitching is also not set up to win a division right now. It's not one or the other. Like, sure, if the offense was rolling, we'd be complaining about this pitching. But the offense is absolutely dead, so the pitching is getting a pass because it's not the number one. Clark. Domingo and Schmidt are not helping you win a division. And then you have Seve and Rodon coming back. And the news on Rodon has been spooky, basically. Did you see Every he up- threw? What? Did you see he threw? Threw a, like a bullpen? Yeah, he threw a, he threw a 22-pitch bullpen. So that was the first, like, the arrow stopped pointing down for the first time. Donaldson played a game, you know? Two guys who every update is like... You're going in the wrong order. So the savvy at least is he's, he's got to get like, stretched out and like do spring training too. Like, yeah, he's still a month not, away. Right, so, but it was, then, it was the first it was the first, first shine of light of yeah. of the last It is the first update we've gotten in a long time. The last time 12 updates it was the first first yeah. one that wasn't actively but, bad. Just saying there's two parts of this team that need levers pulled, be it injury return, new players or deadline help. Both sides have that need. Yeah, I guess I, I'm a little less gung-ho on the on the pitching side. The bullpen um, and parts of it have been really good that I, I think, especially if Clark kicks to that bullpen role of being good against righties like he was, you'd get help there. And, you know, it, again, in this fake world, you'd have somebody to the rotation that, hey, maybe – Maybe in two or three weeks we're talking about Sevy as the guy, and we have to withstand that. But you're you're right. I mean, C- Clark shouldn't be in there, um, and it does. The starting pitching is not a strength right now. Or if we're trying to hunt down the Rays, um, you, you know, we need help, and they're very much. There's changes we'd love to see full, made there that full, would help. But. They a should have had a quadruple A arm, like even a Wojciechowski, you know, even a Julis Chassin, like. We, we've seen these guys in the past year. Chichi Gonzalez gave us that, what, 4.2 shut piece last year? Like, it is, it, w- it blew our minds during spring that one of those guys wasn't involved. Um, They're so good at collecting 
depth usually. And it's just like they took that off this, this winter. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit, um, that, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think they can do more and they obviously have one glaring wheat point and then two mediums that you're not excited about, but you know, have, have those glimpse glimpses of sunshine that I was talking about before, but yeah, I uh, I think Jim, the feeling that Yankee fans are feeling every day, and like the team feels it too. Nobody thought they were winning the Degrom game. Nobody thought they were winning today. That I don't know, man. These guys are smart. Like, that they're looking around saying, like, wait, we have Yankees expectations? Because I, I don't know. Right, right now, we, we weren't the better team won the Texas series. Easily. Yeah, of the players that played, for sure. Easily. But the team doesn't change. That's, like, there's no... Judge has to get off the IL, but then he was here for a little bit before that. I mean, I believe in the top half of the order, but I don't believe in the top half of the order plus everything else. Yeah. I mean, Stan, Stan went down. Judge is now down. That's, that's your two and four hitter that slides other guys up. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the other problem with the roster construction, and it, it turns to... And it turns to, you know, the revolving door guys is that you need to treat them differently. Like you, you know, Franchi getting sent down was a good sign. And I'm sorry to be rude to Franchi and all our Franchi stands, but he was playing very poorly. So it was time to move on. And yeah, let's give Jake Bowers a chance. Here we go. Um, That right now we should be doing that with two spots and it's like hey you're gonna get a chance to go if you don't go see ya and I guess that's what broke me the most today when I heard that Franchi had to double flight it it's like you (laughs) you just told this guy you just told the team what you're doing is not good enough to be a part of us and then 24 hours later you're saying hop back on the bus Booney told them stay ready you just got to, you know, stay ready. We're going to need you. There's going to be a time when we'll really need you. And then he flew back, and Boone was like, uh, see, hope you stayed ready. Did Franchi actually have to fl- – did he actually fly? Do we know that? They I, also got to fly today. Stay, right? I'm guessing he stays with the team I'm, I'm and assuming takes he takes the road trip home. I didn't know if I missed something. Sometimes it's up to the player. I don't know how that works. You know, they get, like – they technically, they get, like, three days to report so they could, like, do some live stuff or contemplate it or I don't know. The way so they depicted it, they said, what did they say? They said Franchi was back. He's like with the, t- they said with the team, which makes it sound like he wasn't with them yesterday. I'll send Hoke a text. Yeah. Did he have to fly? And Jim, this, this isn't it. Well, this isn't regulated, but before we get into the second half of the show and we give some of our, our final thoughts, um, if you're looking for a good product, offense, Ooh. Production, 6 p.m., the Warehouse Games channel. Half hour from now as we record. 
There's a link to it in the bio of this. Blitzball Battle 3 kicks off, and it is every... All the bad stuff we just said about the Yanks' offense right now, it is the opposite. Uh, yeah. So that's... Uh, we're we're finished... I will tell you, we are finishing the show before then because we want to watch that. <laughs> so... Well, we're playing. We're game one. We are game one, too. In baggage. Uh, so... Crazy, crazy. The, the pregame show that Zach made and... and Maddie and Kel, everyone that was part of it, Jolly as well, but like the editing, it's just like nuts what we put together. So yeah, go check that out. Any, um, I guess any closing state of the union thoughts before we, before we do some awards? No, I'll tie anything that pop. I have one that I can tie into an award, I guess. Yeah. I, I guess if you're, uh, if for anyone, for anyone out there, you know, hanging by a thread, you live and die on the Yankees like us and our office and Joe's and every other Yankee fan, you know. The fact that they are 500 is, I'm not going to say good, but like hopefully as the next chapters unfold, we can look back at that and say that was massively important. Because I, I think the St. Louis Cardinals are like 10 and 18. Um, and the way the Yankees feel, it felt like it could have went that way. Yeah, yeah. For having all these issues we're talking about, which I think I'm more worried about May and June mm-hmm. than April. Because it's like, yeah, you're going to go through a slide like this, but I don't know how we get out of it. So, but yes, it's if they can get out of it and my worries are ill-needed, then they put themselves in a great situation for how it feels. Yeah, when... uh for where it currently is, as bad as it feels, it's technically very much salvageable. I know Cleveland's kind of having a bad time right now. We're going to play them at home. We're at three-game homestand. That's bizarre. Um, off day. And then we go to Tampa, who, by the way, if you think they don't know there's blood in the water, they op- they opened their upper deck for the series. That's they've, been how- getting, uh, they've been averaging a lot of fans. Good for them. And they've been killing teams. They, the White Sox tried to salvage it and went up late on them, and they just bludgeoned them. So White Sox had a perfect game. <laughs> Scored 10. It's unreal that, uh, hey, I don't know. You know, the good guys have to do something. Rizzo, DJ Glaber, you know, you as a next man up mentality, you guys have to carry a little bit more of it. Um and hey, for the kids, because you know it's it's our hottest topic in the office right now. You know, I know if you butter knife the Volpe stats, they can look good. Volpe, go, be 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 the kid. Peraza and Cabrera, you know, it can't be, it can, it can't be April. You know, I don't know who you guys are as ball players, but it can't be April. That hopefully, Jim, in two weeks, we're saying Bader's back. A couple of the kids are going. Sevy's coming back. And you start getting judges healthy. And, and that's how you do it. Because um, after Tampa is Oakland. So, like, let's... There's opportunities they've scored more, to be They've scored had. more runs than the Yanks. Yeah. Yeah. There's opportunities to be had. Um, you ready to move on? Yeah, let's get to awards. Jim Awards are brought to you by Roan, BBD's favorite apparel company to just turn it up a notch. 
you know, if you're looking to add a little, a little twist, Roan and their commuter collection, flexible sets of product, the most comfortable and breathable known to man. Here's why. Roan helps you get ready for any occasion. Pants, dress shirts, quarter zips, polos. They've got their four-way stretch fabric. And it's time to feel confident without the hassle. Roan's wrinkle release technology. That is huge, folks. That is huge. So, what you need to do, head to roan.com slash yanks. Use promo code yanks. Save 20% off your entire order. You can make that as big. Okay. 20% off your entire order when you head to Roan, R-H-O-N-E dot com slash yanks. Use code yanks. There is a link in the description. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Fuck. I, I mean, I got to pull up the stat sheet. I Sorry, I have chose, I guess, unconsciously to not even think about right. any of this. Sure. Um, Cole, obviously. It's a good one. Shouldn't have had to even think. He's awesome. He's doing really well. Yeah. I mean, even, even the inning he gave up the, the two runs there, there was three squibbers that inning. Just yeah, like... he, he, he seems to be, and there's been some articles about this, and I don't know how much uh, you want to go into the mental side of the game versus the physical, because physically, I think he's just locating his fastball so perfectly, and he's that allows him to use everything off of it. If you want to go non-mental, just like what is different this year, his fastball location and conviction is just unbelievable. Um, it's almost like watching DeGrom, who we got to watch, when DeGrom's pitching well, how well he can just put the ball at that guy's knees is nuts. So I think that's what the major difference is. But the, on the other side, he seems so much in a better headspace and unfazed and not crumbling with runners on or, or changing his tune or like I haven't. And obviously it's chicken or the egg, but I haven't looked at him once and been like, oh, Cole's getting frustrated. And last year, I mean, you he had a different head like. He didn't have a poker face. So either he's just built an outer poker face or he's doing it on the inside, but it just feels like he is grooving. And Ruko asked him about it a little bit. And he said, this is my first real season with the Yankees where like we got a real spring training and real and real everything else. And I, it wasn't rushed or pushed back or so it's probably just easier to get into the zone. We've heard a lot of players say they were able to get their legs under him with a an actual off season. And that's like helping them out a ton, but yeah, he's easy, easy pride of the Yankees. It's a good one. Uh, still hasn't given up a homer, Jim. I mean, that's uh, you know, we, we can talk makeup and everything and, and, and all that, but that's for, for where we compartmentalized Cole and he led the league in home runs allowed last year. That's very impressive. Um, and yeah, that, that fastball location, I think the only one, in the Ranger game, he really re- regretted during that rally. He left one a little up to Simeon that he drove up the middle and was a part of that rally. But he's uh, he's been everything, and and you're absolutely right. Without without, I hope there's a time later in the season that we're saying without Garrett Cole's April, what would April have been? Yeah, I, I, hopefully we're saying that right now. Yeah, um, because. Yeah, I mean, remember? Yeah, 
after his first three bad starts last year, he actually had <laughs> two nasty starts because he was pissed off. So his April looks kind of okay last year. But um, good for him. Three bad starts. He's really good. Good point from BBD. Uh, Jim, I, I think I've got a, a pride. Uh, yeah. To piggyback with you who piggybacked Cole. I'm going my king. My king, Mike King. Yeah. You Tough know, to use both of them in the same game, but it makes sense. Uh, you know I was a uh, king's first appearance this year. I was like, whoa, the, the velo's a, a little low for my liking. Um, Booney had a post game about it where he said, you know, King, go check out last year. He built up. That checked out. And, man, he uh, going back to last year where he was – what he became and what that was to being part of the team and just the how broken all Yankee fans were the day he got hurt. Um, he comes in, he follows Cole, 2.1 shutout. His 15.2 innings on the year, a 1.72 ERA. Um, eight games, 15.2 innings, and we were, we were wondering coming into the year if they were going to full multi-inning him again or, or let him you know, kind of ease back into it. Everything has been one plus. Um, They're using him in that, like, alternate role that I kind of like, you know, let him go get the save some nights and then then the other three, whoever they are, go get it the next night. Yeah, he's got got two games finished on the year. Um, And, yeah, it's going to be interesting if they start doing some opener stuff because it's, uh, (laughs) you know, Clark... Clark's whole problem is he doesn't have a pitch that goes away from lefties. Like, you know, they, they've been hammering the table with that one in the booth. Um, you know, King's, <laughs> King's got pitches that do everything. He just he hasn't been built up to be a starter that, hey, we forget that athletes always have that itch in them to do that, um, which is tough. But as if Mike King is pitching in these multi-inning roles and he can do this as a career, you can, you can get paid a, a lot of money. So, um, keep doing your thing, Mike King. It's good, good to have him back. He's nasty. I hope. You can't use him on call games now. I don't know. Wasting these pitchers on call games because the offense can't score. That's what I told Boone to tell the guys. They've got to be perfect with their pitching to win games, which is really scary. Yeah. All right. MFR, you Yankee um, motherfucker. Cashman and Co. Front office. I mean, I'm not gonna give it to a player. It's just a mess right now. This is this is like a mess of a situation. And it's all we talked about from from January to March was what this roster construction makes no sense, and we're not geniuses. It was like everyone. WFAN callers were like, what is this? It never made sense in multiple ways. So I'm giving it to the front office, Cashman and co. Well, and Jim, you, uh, you, you turned my head the other day. Cause you, <laughs> after they signed Rodon, they said they weren't done and they were. Um, so it's, you know, I'm ki- I'm kind of gonna piggyback with you, but I'll give it I'll give it to the uh, the te- the Texas Rangers left field wall for hurting Jake Bowers. That sucked. 
I didn't like it at all. And the Rangers, I'm pretty sure that I've got this stadium right. That's the stadium that every unit of measurement is because of, like, a Rangers legend. Like, that's how they set up. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, a there's an eight for Pudge or there's something for, like, Juan Gonzalez. So if they just went off other numbers, the wall might not have hurt Jake Bowers. So find out what Hall of Fame Ray you're mad at. You know? Ranger, yeah. Rangers Ranger. Raise on the mind, I guess. Wall. Or just shortening things. Could have just been shortening it in my head. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, so 329 to left field and 334 is Beltre and then Nolan Ryan. So I guess Nolan Ryan's my MFR, which that just feels. Episode 900, we got there. I mean, that's a tough break, but he earned, he earned it. He did. So the the MFR goes to Nolan Ryan? Bowers agrees. Nolan Ryan. By the way, right. I, I, you know, I don't always think. I'm never thinking. Before this episode, I had a whole soliloquy prepared about all the former Yankees that are doing good right now, and we didn't even get their touch upon it. Yeah. Who's your, who's your number one? Um, well, the one who was in our face this series, Zeke Duran, like I know he's a kid, but he was playing well. Um, Sonny Gray always cuts me a little deep, uh, cause I did, I like the spirit of Sonny. Um, yeah, but that's, I was, I, I don't know. Sometimes we could see something in it, even when they traded, I, w- I wanted him to get a little couple more chances, but, um, yeah, Jorge Mateo's going nuts and that's a, uh, you know, was he ever going to yes, get Danny. a Yankee opportunity? But yeah, yeah. What so is he? he what is a Yankee opportunity anymore? None of those, I think, were like uh, we can't. I don't know. I mean, I looked at Monty's game log, and I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd much rather have that right now because he's giving six, seven innings besides one game. He's pitching. Uh, and then is Ty is Jamo doing well? Uh, I saw one start where he wasn't, but I, I don't think know. I saw him on the IL. Maybe don't want to say that and be wrong. Three so games started know. a four five, fourteen innings. Ooh. All right. Um, yes, he's on I, the IL. My first award is the uh, is the. Uh, Heel award. The heel. Heel. Like in a, a show or like uh like the foot. I would you would love that. You squinted your eyes at me like you couldn't believe I was asking for a hand. You would love that. You're just a ledger slut. What did you just say? <laughs> I'll neither of those two versions of the word heel. How about that? That there's your hand. Um, it's going to Glaber Torres. No, sorry. All my awards are going to a lot of people today. Wow. Yeah. This is going to the kids. Okay. Uh, it's like a dog when your dog's attacking, you know, you're getting crazy. You're, you're like, taking Heel. all of the kids in your first award of the episode. Yep. In your face. And you're just clarifying that. In the yeah. first award of the episode. Yeah. First award. That's uh, great. Yeah. 
they got to stop swinging the first pitch. Almost needs to be a rule. I mean, it's cute when Volpe does and he gets a hit. When you're batting leadoff and you're just like not seeing pitches, and then and then they finally have a chance two on with no outs. You go first pitch, Volpe swinging, first pitch, Peraza swinging, and then it's over. And the pitcher didn't even need to sweat in the one situation we have where you make a pitcher sweat. And it was kind of like when I talked to Booney, when we talked to Booney, and I said, like, this isn't the brand of at-bats. We've been like, that's where I'm getting really frustrated is they're up and down, and I don't think it's pitch clock rated. Nobody's working at-bats right now. And Boone kind of said, we do have the philosophy. We want them to attack early. So I do think this is kind of the Yankees' method this year. They are letting starting pitchers dominate them with all these quick at-bats. No one's making a pitcher work. It's it's and it and and the young kids aren't feeling the moment of it at all. Like, okay, you got a pitcher who now has to think about every pitch because he's got two on and no outs. Like, make him go through that mental like gut check. Make him throw you a strike before you swing. And then it was like, oh, he didn't even know he was potentially close to a jam before it ended. So I didn't like that at all. And I haven't liked how aggressive they've been. And I want them to pride themselves on good at bats. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I would love that. Um, you gave the award to all the kids. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess the Volpe product is, is, is rounding out and, and starting to look good. I, again, I, I, I want to keep seeing where that goes and that's, it, it should be a really good thing. Um, Cabrera, you know, the numbers are awful. And, you know, I'm, I'm the guy wearing his necklace right now. So, I, you know, I lose a little bit of street cred. But, um, you know, he, he had two balls to the warning track this series that it, you hope that turns into something. Um, and Peraza, yeah, I guess, I guess that's, um, you know, Jim, these talking yanks have been therapeutic for us and a lot of people as we go. Peraza's going to get run. And we haven't known where the Yankees have stood with them. I don't think he's known where the Yankees have stood with them. Fans have debated where the Yankees have stood with them. Seeing him second in the lineup today, I think was a little desperation. Like, let's throw the kids up there and hope they just go nuts. Um, Peraz is going to get a chance. He's 22. Um, he has been seeing the ball well. He's been his at bats. He's been taking pitches. Um, he's got a. You know, in his 88 career uh, plate appearances at the major league level, he's got a 375 on base. So, hey, I think we're going to we're gonna get more of a Peraza dose than we thought. Oh, Volpe is known for taking pitches as well. Right. It's just in these moments okay. where there's a, there's, it seems like they lose that. Because Volpe does have a good pitcher, pitch, pitches per plate appearance. Right. But it seems like when there's like runners on base and it's all of a sudden he says, oh, I don't, I don't need to be a, a runner. I need to drive in a run, and then I just let's just fucking swing. Yeah, yeah. So that's well, all where the where uh, Cabrera. It's never been his DNA. It's like a big thing, and you know he's got to work on. But mostly, I'm talking about in these big moments. You you need to have a feel for the game, which I don't think it's very much a rookie thing. You know, it's, they're young. We just have a lot of them. Heads up. And yeah, 
Yeah, uh, Martin Perez, good MLB pitcher. He was not sharp today at all. <laughs> um, you know, the, the Yankees, well, it was 4 nothing early, but they had, they had a couple chances early to make it a ball game, and then things fell apart. Um, great award, Jimbo. Thank you. Great award. Um, we got a... I'm going to go with the I Miss My Friends award. Okay. Uh, Rizzo. You get a third of a point. It's it's DJ, it's Rizzo, it's Glaber. Um, they They all had tough series. You can butter knife their stats. I mean, the last 10 games, Rizzo's been an under 200 batting average. Um, DJ had the toughest series of everyone. He was one or of those guys. He was one for 13. Um, that, yeah. And Glaber was two for 15. Like he was, you know, looking good next to DJ, but yeah, they miss their friends. Uh, Where is everyone? Uh, who are these guys? Um, and they really want some protection. They really want their friends back. Yeah, that's good. Um, I'm going to go with the, uh, the, the, the um, secondary issue, but still an issue award. Secondary issue, but still an issue award. Uh, that goes to... Trevino. No, I said all my words are multiple people. You, you can guess again. Trevino and Higgy. No. Uh, uh, I'm harping on the same thing. The rotation. Okay. Clark, Domingo, and Rito. Or I could give this to Nestor to be like level up because right now you're with those guys. Mm. That's wise. Not with Cole. If you want to shake it that way. I mean, if you take Cole's numbers out, I did the butter math. Okay. If you take Cole, I'm taking all of Cole's starts out, and I'm taking Johnny Brito's 0.2 10 earned runs, whatever that was. Okay. The twins Seven are chalk that one up for being weird. Yeah, the oh, because it's an outlier. So and that helps them, the rest. 23 games with a five, six, eight ERA for the four other starters in the rotation besides Cole. And 23 games, five, six, eight ERA. And the average length of the game is 4.2 innings, not getting out of the fifth inning. Four. Yeah. It's not good. It's a secondary issue. That's the name of the award. It's still an issue. If you take um, you take Nestor out, it's a 4.91 ERA with a 4.2 um, per. So if you just want the bottom three. But Nestor's in that group. It doesn't really change that much. And I misspoke earlier. It's 509 ERA if you take the burrito game out. 568 if you leave the burrito game in. Gotcha. But they're averaging, those four are averaging not getting out of the fifth inning. So the bullpen's getting worked. Well, guess what? That's the most injured part of the team. You found it. Maybe the rotation is. What's the most injured part of the team right now? Uh, I think per person, it's probably the rotation. Like yeah, if you did like a per, allotment percentage like wise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Just not excited about 
I think the offense, it's those guys that need to work it out. Like I've said a lot, like those guys need to get better. The rotation is like, these guys can't go another month. Got to get healthy. Got to find some way to get creative and healthy. Get your wallet healthy at the DraftKings Sportsbook. My final award is brought to you by DraftKings, and you can place a $5 pregame money line bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, they got their same game parlays. Juice them up. Win big. Join the big league action now in DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app and sign up with code YANKS. New customers can bet just $5 on any pregame money line and get $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code YANKS. And Jim, the last award is the Price Just Went Up Award. Price Just Went Up Award. Price Just Went Up Award. That goes to Trevino. Jim, it goes to Matt Blake. Uh, As you mentioned, the bullpen has been tested every day that's not a cold day, essentially. Um, They have the first ERA. In baseball, maybe not after today, after the Albert Abreu situation, uh, but the bullpen is still old, and that a lot of that gets tied to Matt Blake, especially as we saw Jimmy Cordero have another really nice uh, outing in this series. Um, so you know, again, when we when you start to wonder, okay, so if the rotations outside of Cole has been mid, if the lineup is really struggling, well, the bullpen, you know, Mike King. Jimmy Cordero with a good outing here. Uh, Ron, Hammy, and Peralta were clean as well. That You know, there's, they're still missing bodies, but they're still performing. Price just went up. Blake. Matt Blake. They are still performing. It's kind of odd that they are. Hey, people can step up in baseball. That's the thing. We, in, a, in another universe, we're talking about... No, 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 no. I, I'm, it's just odd, not that I doubted them. It's just because, like, I haven't noticed. Where usually it would be such a, a such a glowing, like, look at this guy, Ian Hamilton, stepping up. And, like, you don't notice Cordero? Or, or do you think it's just a bigger picture thing? Like, Dude, when it comes it to matter. the end of the game, okay. I'm blurred out. I don't give a fuck. Okay. They're all pitching in losses. Like, you don't become a reliever and really, like, excite me until you're helping us win. Like, Marinaccio got into that. Like, Yanks are, the games aren't. There's no emotions tied to these games past the fifth inning. I, when's the last time we were on the edge of our seat? I hear you. That's so it's it's just like a happenstance, not on Cordero, but like yeah, I mean it's gonna be he's right, pitching. It's gonna be right now when I head to the warehouse games channel, baby. Yeah, you know, but all the way on your seat. Uh, the one thing I wanted to do was I just wanted to look at the numbers of Volpe with runners in scoring position versus not. And it's small sample size, obviously, but I wanted to put some data behind my thought process, and I have it, and then we can head out of here. 20 divided by the... So he swings 27% of the time if there's not runners in scoring position, and he's at the first pitch of the at-bat, and he's swinging at the first pitch of the at-bat if there is a runner in scoring position 50% of the time. Very small sample size, but it does seem like... And in that small sample size, which is what my eyes were telling me, was like, calm down, man. Like... One of your greatest strengths currently is working at bats, and you're taking it away from yourself in situations where we really need you to work in at bat. So that was the heel award update. Jimmy Lytics work. See everyone in the Warehouse Games YouTube. Bye. Go Yanks, Tom Grams. Go Yankees.